What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how is today going fighting this virus? I got to say, what's the name? What's your name? Uh, Jay Nog. Tom, I have probably, I am what we call in the hydrochloroquine community, I am riding the dragon right now, okay? I am <laughs> invincible. I am taking this great drug and I am strong and I am powerful and we are going to defeat it. And we're going to defeat it very quickly. I wanted to bring that up to you, Mr. President, but first I wanted to tell all our listeners about Thursday, how awesome Thursday is going to be. It's going to be our first live remote podcast Thursday. That's May 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but it's only for Patreon Patriots level Ivanka and Perfect 10. And you will get a podcast and you will have a Q&A with the president. You can ask him questions. I will send the directions and instructions to all the Patreon people who are Ivanka and Perfect 10. Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join the Patreon to check this out. Only this one time is me for Ivanka and Perfect 10 because after this, it's only for Perfect 10 Patreon patriots. So check it out now. And also... Perfect 10. You're going to get your Trump video this month also. So check out our episode this Thursday, 8 p.m., Patreon Patriots level Ivanka and Perfect 10. Two things that I want to add to that very quickly. That was actually, I, I guess they sent us like a good new tech stuff guy this week. So that's good. <laughs> Finally, usually these guys they send us are like all over the place, but you got to the point. I like that. Uh, but what you. we're doing, excuse me, what we're doing is. Thursday, I don't know if you know this, I used to call it Thigh Piece Thursday. <laughs> okay, that was when I would send whoever I was with, you know, out on an errand and, you know, the old Thigh Pieces would show up and it'd be a fun time. But I will say that this is a great opportunity for people, but even if they can't afford, because some people are doing not so well during these COVID times. Understandable. I would, excuse me, I would say... Even if they just join at the BGMP level of the Patreon, the Mother's Day episode, we're getting feedback. I think it might have been the most popular bonus episode we've had in the Patreon history. So that's kind of motivation. If you want to just dip your, you know, your Ivanka hard UN nipple in the, in the, in, you know, in the lake. That's what you do, right? You tip, you dip the nipple in the lake. Isn't I it? think it's you dip a toe. It's a toe. Well, have you ever seen Ivanka's nipples? I think if you saw that UN picture, those things we call a diamond cutter. The, she is, it's a term, it's a parental term. And the Mother's Day episode was so popular. And I think it was one of the great episodes. So if you can only afford like the low end Patreon, there's still great content for you. And maybe when you get your stimulus check that we're going to send out at some point, you simply move up a level as a way to say, thank you, Mr. President, sir. Now, Mr. President, you, sir, sir, you, you don't drink alcohol, you, you never use drugs, but yet during a press conference the other 17 day, 17-year-old gash is my only drug. <laughs> well, I, that not me personally, that's just a favorite that's, slogan of my great friend, Jeff Epstein, rest in power. Jeffrey Epstein, the guy who you, you don't know and you never hung out with? No, no, no. That's a different Jeffrey Epstein. This oh. I know. This I know the Jeff Epstein I'm talking about very well. 
Oh, okay. So when Jeffrey Epstein died in don't prison. Know that, don't know that Jeff Epstein. So you know a different, different Jeff Epstein who like threw a lot women. of parties, great wealth. I knew that I was, I admit, I'll, I'm not going to lie. I was great friends with that Jeff Epstein. It's okay. not the most uncommon name. You know, it's a common name. It, it, it's, a, it's a pretty common name. But what I was he getting at. Well, he had a great saying. That's all I was, I wanted to honor him by saying, you know, 17 year old gash is my only addiction that was one of his favorite like things he'd say but he it was actually in the signature block of his emails <laughs> like some people have like a quote from maya angelo and that was his quote underneath the signature well right under is you know his phone number and his email and his address <laughs> and a dick pic <laughs> that's rude he did not do that okay my apologies he had class Okay. But Mr. President, you are currently on a drug. Is that correct? You could call it a drug. You could call it a kind of drug. It, it, is, like, it is a drug. Well, but not in like the nasty sort of street sense. It's a good, it's a good kind of, it's like a pharmaceutical, you know, the pharmacy, the word that means like a pharmaceutical. A pharmaceutical drug. Well, if you'd let me speak, I would have said that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, I mean, okay, apology accepted this time. I was obviously going to say pharma. For the, I was going to say pharmaceutical. Pharma well, pharmaceutical. That's what, I, that's what I said. You didn't Excuse say me. that. That's what I just said. You were talking over me. Okay. What was it? What did you say? It's the the well. It's a great drug. It's a drug that has pharmacogenesis. And it's a strong, it's but a that's, strong that's not drug what it's that called. works. It's, it's pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical. Well, no, it's called hydroxychloro. It's chloroquine. It's hydroxychloroquine. Chloroquine, right. Yes. It's a great drug. It's fought off many diseases, many viruses. And now I'm taking it, uh, you know, to protect uh, myself. Now, it's, it's an unproven treatment versus COVID-19. You know that? Well, it's proving very effective for me. Well, not really. It's not like you were hanging out with people with COVID and you didn't get it and they coughed in your face. Well, in the 80s, I hung out with people with AIDS and I didn't get AIDS. So I think I know a little bit about avoiding viruses. Did you have sex with people who had AIDS? No comment. <laughs> okay. But you're taking this drug where scientists and doctors say it's unproven to treat COVID-19. Well, they plus. know the scientists know like one kind of science. They do the data, they do the studies and that's great. That's like great science for them. I'm doing it like the old fashioned way, which is called trial and error. And right now, a lot of trial, not much error because I'm very strong. I've tested negative and it's a great drug. But Mr. President, doctors say that it can cause heart problems, possibly heart attacks. You're, you're not a a young pup anymore that that doesn't worry you well i'm not a young pup but i have great energy and i have great health and tremendous strength and it's working i think it's working very well i'm not worried at all no you were i eat quoted... mcdonald's like 14 meals a week Do right I, I, I understand that you're aware that if my excuse me if my heart can take that you think Hydroxychloroquine is going to stop me. Hydroxychloroquine. What did you? That's what I said. From the pharmaceutical company. Well, the pharma. 
they you know they're doing the farm the farmers are patriot farmers are doing great work <laughs> well, that's a great thing i love our farmers they're good people but, they make great farm products that's what we call it when we go to the store we get farm products these aren't farm products these are not grown like corn and wheat these are produced in laboratories these drugs you know that right mr president well, of course I know. Of course, okay. It's our great lab, our great patriot laboratories. Now, Mr. President, you also were quoted as saying when when people asked you about why you on hydroxychloroquine, you said, "I think it's her. I think it's good. I heard a lot of good stories." That's what you were quoted as saying. What good stories have you heard that you can share with everyone? Well, there was a doctor in France. Even though we don't like France all that much, there was a doctor in France who you know, was using it and using it on people and it was working there. I know Tom Hanks's wife, uh, they used it on her. But she had it. She had it. And they used it on her and guess what? She's doing well. She's doing strongly. Right, but that was one thing they used for her. It wasn't all that they used for her to cure her of COVID. What I'm saying is that it's it's not proven to treat COVID-19 what kind of message are you sending to the American people where the leader of our country is experimenting with drugs for COVID-19? Do you think you should be doing that? There, okay, we used to, in this country, before, you know, the LGBTQ people and the African-American people, everybody wanted their own department, you know, in like a college. Oh, I want to do the black studies. I want to do the, you ever this chick? Chicano studies, they'd have like a Chicano, I don't even know what a Chicano is. And then they would have like uh, the LGBTQ studies and the women's studies. Before we got into all these study groups, we had great explorers. Everybody would learn about the great explorers like Columbus, okay? And other people like Columbus, other great explorers that were like Columbus. What other explorers besides Columbus, Columbus, and a Columbus? There was Vasectomy de Gama. Remember him? (laughs) He was a strong sort of explorer who did great things. I hear he's still doing great things, by the way. But we used to respect the people who take risks and do exploring. It was called exploring. And now we want everybody to be kind of scared and wait, wait for all the doctors to give the permission slip. Well, as the president of our great country and as a great president, what I'm doing is really showing great courage. I'm saying, test me, watch me. I'll take the risk, okay? Give me the hydroxychloroquine, and I'll take it. And if it works, then I've taken that step. It's called courage. It's called, everybody wants the president. They always say the president has to set an example. I'm setting the example. I'm putting it on the line and saying, I'll do it. I'll take it, it. Is it courage or is it reckless? Because let's say something bad happened to you. It would, this would backfire on you this whole plan. And that's why it's a great risk, but it also takes great courage. And right now I'm doing well. What, what would you say tech stuff guy? Mm-hmm. If in like a month they do, they test me and they say, well, it turns out that the way the chorusween, the hypo hypo chorusween, hydrosock queen. Oh, hydrosock queen. No, that's definitely not it. Oh, that's what you said before. So I just thought it was, no, well, no, I said the hilaricosamine, the way it, the, excuse me, the way it responds with my great body might give scientists new information. 
And then the Democrats will say oh, it was reckless. But you know what? I will have helped save many lives, American lives, even non-American lives. So I think it's, it's rude to like question it because it's take, you're not taking experimental drugs. You don't have that kind of courage. No, I, I understand you're looking at it as courage, but I think to the average American, it would be looked um, at as... Excuse me, I'm not the average American. I'm more I'm not saying Americans. You, I'm not saying you are the average American, but, but the, your voters are looking at that and it, you're taking a drug that's not proven to do anything. So Ferdinand Mandalorian. He was the first explorer to go around the world. Remember Mandalorian? That? That's a Star Wars. No, no. Ferdinand, Ferdinand Mandalorian. He traveled the globe. He was very famous. That's, 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 that's the wrong person. You, have... well, you obviously didn't learn about the great explorers. Vasectomy de Gamo, Ferdinand Mandalorian, and Christopher Columbus. Well, that's that's three great explorers right there, Mr. President. We and need to you teach are... our children. We need to teach our great kids about like, just because they might not have been, you know, writing poetry in Africa or like having gender reassignment, they're also worth learning about. Our colleges want to teach everybody this very like far left kind of. I know, but the names that you're coming up with in history. The name... The names you're coming up with are not Christopher Columbus is, is real explorer. Well, exactly. So look but them up. For look an, them it's Magellan. It's not Mandalorian. What like the Doctor Scholl's commercials? Remember those? The Jellin. They put the inserts in the feet and they say you're. Well, it's with an M. Yeah. No, Jellin is spelled with an N at the end. I assume in the ad campaign they were doing. It's called Doctor Scholl's, who, by the way, is a much better doctor than Fauci. Well. Dr. Fauci, we haven't heard much about him lately. And, but, Mr. President, you, you referred to uh, Arsenal and the U.S. military, um, some weapons. You described, weapons. you described a missile as a super-duper missile. Can you expand on that, please? Well, I think it's pretty clear. You have a missile? A yes. People have missiles. And when you have a super missile, okay, they often use like super power, super weapons, super, super team, you know, super is the Superman. Remember him? Superman. Mm -hmm. And not the new one, not the new one. I'm talking about the, the old one who fell off a horse. He was a great Superman. Christopher Reeves. Well, if I, I mean, I call him Superman, but if, okay. you know, I think it was Clark Kent, actually. I think the name of Superman was actually Clark Kent, not Christopher Reeves, but, but he's the actor who played them. You know, Superman's not real. Well, right, well, he, well, you know, he's Clark Kent. Okay, that's called. It's called a secret identity. Okay, you should look okay. it up. Okay. And excuse me. And so, when something's super, it's like already great superheroes. But when you have to distinguish and let people know that you have truly great things that aren't just super, you call it super duper. I don't know if you've ever heard this phrase, super duper. But we have super duper missiles, the highest level of missiles. I've never heard anyone in the military refer to any weapon, how big or small, as super duper. I've heard children refer to something as super duper, but I've never heard an adult refer to something in the military as super duper. 
Are you in the military? No. Okay, so you don't necessarily, I'm the commander in chief. You know what that means? It means you're the leader of the military. Well, okay, so Tech Stuff guy is getting a good, good grades on the pop quiz. <laughs> exactly. I'm the leader of our great military. Our great military is what I'm leading, and I know the military people a lot better than you. I know it better than a lot of the military people themselves. So I have heard super duper a lot because this missile really, really impressed me. It impressed me. I was impressed with it. So I'm telling you that we've done great things and we have a super duper missile. Russia doesn't have a super duper missile. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not in the military, so I wouldn't know if they, they have a super have, duper missile. Well, they have super duper prostitutes. I can tell you that. <laughs> Very elite level, but they don't have super duper missiles. They're great missiles. They're great missiles that we have. They're great. You should be proud. Instead of questioning it, you should be saying, thank you, sir. Thank you for our great super-duper missiles. Well, thank you for our super-duper missiles. Well, okay, now it feels like you're, like, kissing up a little bit, but that's okay. Mr. President, UFC again this weekend had an event, one of the only sporting events still going on. Did you happen to catch it? I caught a little bit of it. I'm friends, as you know, with Dana White, so I support. You know, I like that he's being tough and getting our sports back while the other leagues are, you know, taking their time. I like that, that UFC is strong and fighting and giving people an opportunity to, to watch sports. Well, guess what? I won money I again, Mr. President. I bet on Overeen. I won money, and I went on betonline.ag. Have you heard of these guys? They're our sponsor again this week, betonline.ag. And there's no short of action going on at our exclusive partner, betonline.hg. NASCAR. Are you going to let me answer the question? Well, you've got to check out betonline.ag first. Yes, but yeah, I do sure. know them. No, you said, are you, have you heard of these guys? And then you talked before. I could, of course, I know betonline.ag. They are like the exclusive tremendous partner of the president's podcast. It's like a great thing showing great respect, not only to the president, but by offering you haven't, I mean, you should have said it by now, but they're offering like a great, like bonus president. There, there is a great bonus when you sign up today. Yes, there is a great bonus. Um, but Mr. President, there is also NASCAR is back. We have uh, hundreds of games. There's casino games, events, sports to still get on. You can bet on simulated NFL, NBA, UFC, even participate in a $10,000 Madden Bracket Challenge. It's like a March Madness-style NFL simulation tournament. You can enter for free. So you can even enter it or you can bet on it. Mr. President, would you, would you uh, partake? I, would, I don't know if I would bet on Madden. I wasn't a big fan, but I want to play. I love casino games. I think casino games are great. I would love to bet on some UFC because I love UFC. And I love the fact that NASCAR and UFC, two of our great MAGA sports, are back. They're back. They know that we need our country back and we need great entertainment. So I'm proud that they're back. And I'm going you know, to go on to betonline.ag and I'm going uh, to definitely place a few bets. Well, next Sunday, you should check out BetOnline. With Barron's Trust Fund, not with my own money, but I'm going to use, you know, some of the future money. Well, of course. And coming up next Sunday, Bet Online has ex-Chicago Bulls Horace Grant, Bill Cartwright, and Craig Hodges joining them to discuss the Michael Jordan documentary on what they call After the Dance. 
So you get to see a conversation with those three talking about exclusive things from the last dance. You got to visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive your new welcome bonus and check out all the action. That's Bet Online, your online wagering solution. BetOnline.ag. Is there a code? They didn't give us one. Well, but they gave us a beautiful thing with Horace Grant and Bill Cartwright. They did. Who's the third bull? Uh, uh, third bull was uh, Craig Hodges. Well, I got to say, that's pretty, pretty clever by them because I'm going to go check it out. Yeah, that should be an interesting conversation. Because usually these, these betting websites, they, like, they just take, take, take. They don't give you. They're giving you great content from this like, documentary that was on TV. I like that. I, think it's, I liked it too. I mean, I wouldn't give free things. I wouldn't get, I would say, give me more. I wouldn't get, I wouldn't offer, but they're doing a nice thing for our, for our great Mapigas. It's right. They're giving back. And I like that, especially now. Now, Mr. President, speaking, giving back a man who you are not a huge fan of gave back last week with a commencement speech. Uh, former president Obama gave a commencement speech and kind of, took a cheap shot at you and put down the way our country is being handled during this pandemic, which can only reflect really you because you're the leader of our country. Now, I wanted to hear what you had to say about the commencement speech and the message, the commencement speech um, to all the, the students who are graduating. He's a failed and nasty president, ex, ex-president, by the way, not a president anymore. I beat him. I beat him badly in 2016. So hopefully he'll go away. And you, didn't, you didn't beat him in 20. No, I beat him. You, you look back, go read about it. I beat him very, very badly. So badly, I know he wants to forget about it. But we did such a strong job, and we're doing such a great job, by the way, now. He is a failed president. He did a horrible job with the country. And I think that it's a disgrace that they have him talking to our youth. I mean, it was CNN, so it's like the fake news but a disgrace that he's talking to our great young people who are going through the COVID, even though they're going to be fine because they're young. And he's the biggest criminal I think we have in the country. Watergate was this big scandal. Obamagate is like so much worse of a scandal. It's like unbelievable. It makes Watergate look like Lincoln, okay, who was the second best president of all time after me. But how come the only time I hear anyone speaking of Obamagate is coming out of your mouth? I don't hear the press talking about it. I don't really hear it coming from well, anywhere. You probably, except- I assume you probably watched the fake news, and that's kind of on you. I don't see Fox, Fox really news, talking about they're it. Talking, they, uh, Hannity and Ingram, they're talking their heads off about Obamagate because it's a disgrace. It's the biggest crime, political crime, in the country's history by far. And it's one of the worst crimes of any type. Okay? It's an absolute nightmare and a disgrace. And I think to have him speaking to children is not the country that I want to be in. How about the knocks he's taking at you that you are not doing a good job with the pandemic in this country? Well, as a failed president, you know, he's probably very jealous, okay? He sees that I have everything under control. He sees that I'm more popular than he ever was. 
and I think it bothers him because he's, he's a crook and was a failure as a president. So he sees me and feels like he's got to take shots at me because, you know, I remember this great movie called The Interview. And it made me sad because they very, these Hollywood liberals, very you nasty like that people. movie? You like that movie? I did, I did until they, you know, murdered in the movie the great young talented leader of North Korea a great friend who's recovering. But there was a line in that movie where they said, they hate us because they ain't us. And that's what Obama is. He hates me because he ain't me. And it's sad. It's so sad to see that just because he's like an out of shape old man now, he doesn't like the fact that I'm just such a strong, virile, talented president. Well, I, I don't think all of that is... Obamagate! <laughs> well, you were talking about the testing a lot this past week also, how the, we have the best testing in the world. And you had a quote about a woman, you said she was tested and it came up negative and then she was tested again, it came up positive and you said, you see how good this testing is. Um, well, I don't know what's so good about it. She tested once and she was negative. She got the virus and tested positive for it. What is, what are you so proud of? I don't understand. Have you ever played roulette when you go to a casino? Yes, I've played roulette. Now you can't even get 50, 50 odds on the roulette table because you know, those nasty green numbers that they put yes. at the top. That's to mess you up. So if you want to bet, you know, you got to bet red, never bet black, but you bet red and you think you have 50, 50, and the green things ruin it. They ruin it like every time. So what I'm saying is our tests are even better than roulette because you're getting a 50-50 correct. You know, you, you take a test, it's 50-50. That's like better than any casino odds you're going to get. Even betonline.ag, I don't think can promise that kind <laughs> of strong 50-50. So it's a great thing. I don't really see where you were going with that roulette analogy. People like playing roulette. It's a very fun game. I ran a great casino. People love roulette. It's like a fun thing. No, whether they're playing, whether excuse me, whether they're playing like Atlantic City roulette or Russian roulette, everybody likes a nice game of roulette. Two and very different forms of roulette, Mr. President. It's all. It's a game of chance, and it's tense, and it's fun. But <laughs> when you're playing these games it's like stacked against you. You can't, you're not even getting 50, 50. What I'm saying is if you love roulette, if you have fun playing Russian roulette, you get our great tests. You're getting even better odds than roulette, which is a great thing. Cause if you like roulette, then you're going to like our roulette testing that gives you 50, 50 odds better than the old fashioned roulette. So it's a pretty good thing. All right. Well, it's going to be 50-50 because either your, your results are going to come up positive or negative. So there's no other result possible. You know no, that, no, right? What I'm no, no, of course, but uh, don't be a wise guy. But what I'm saying <laughs> is the test result you get when you leave, if somebody says, sir, you're positive. Oh, no. But that means maybe a negative. 50-50 because the tests only work 50% of the time. 
So it's like you feel like a winner. You ever go to these things where they have like the 50-50 raffle? Yes, yes. I've Everybody loves a 50-50. Everybody loves a 50-50. So we're giving great 50-50 tests at the uh, White House. So if you test negative, that's a good thing. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're wrong. And if you test negative, if you test, excuse me, positive, you know how I hate that testing language. If you test positive for Corona, you can go home and say, good news, honey. This test is only right half the time. So there's a good chance that I'm actually still negative. So it's a, it's a nice thing. It's kind of like a great, sort of great test. <laughs> well, that's explained perfectly. Mr. President, you, you're very popular on, on Twitter. You tweeted in all caps, reopen our country. Now, I understand that you want the country open because the economy but like I said before, with this reckless behavior, a lot of states are not ready to open. And you're saying reopen the country. Doesn't that give a false message to the citizens of our country? Because if we're not safe to open, but you want everyone to open. We have to get our country back. And that's really all I want to say on that. We have to get our country back. There is a pent up energy like I've never seen in this country. People want to go back to work. They want to go to their sports. They want to go to the gentlemen's clubs. They want to go to restaurants. They want to go to escorts. They want to go to parks. They want to go, you know, with escorts. They want to do all the sorts of things, you know, that we're ready for. We're ready for these great things. Well, now, now I understand reopen our country because if it wasn't for... We actually have a logo that we've got ready for reopen the country. Is it's it an the, escort? Well, it's the legs of an escort and stilettos spread open. And it says, open up our country. But the O in our is a big gaping welcome <laughs> sight of the escort with the stilettos. So it's like perfectly centered. It's great branding. So uh, look for those. We're selling the t-shirts at trump.com. Uh, Open up our country. And the O is a beautiful sort of. I got you. I know what the O open. stands for. Right. It's, I got it. Oh, it's open. Believe me. It's, you've never seen something so open. That's uh, that's, that's, that's nice. Comes in kids sizes and onesies as well. <laughs> It comes in in onesies. That that that's a nice that's a nice gift for uh, you know um, <laughs> baby shower, right? You just in baby shower. You open that gift, and it's a. It opener. says that you're a, a great patriot. That you're on the side of your fellow working American people. It's and it remind thing. it reminds the baby where they came from. So it it all works. No, the baby can't see it yet. Then they're, they're wearing it. All right. Well, there goes that one. <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe if the baby took, okay, whatever. Mr. President, uh, you had a fire. Uh, well, through you, you had a fire. Another, another person, uh, I think it was today, uh, your State Department, uh, Steve Linick, was fired because Secretary of State Mike Pompeo asked you to fire him. And then you claimed not to know who Steve Linick is because I think he was appointed by Obama. Is that correct? Well, you know what? We got to get rid of these Obama people because they're really hurting our country. 
They're so nasty and they hate our country and they hate our great president. Well, wouldn't you look into the facts before someone asks you to fire someone, you just fire them. And, and, and what's really strange is that Linux was actually investigating Pompeo. Don't you think that's a little strange? And then you just fire him. You see, when you have trusted people around you, okay, great people that work for you, that do great things, that love the country, you have to trust them. He's my secretary of state. He's a great man. He's a very smart guy, great Christian, great Republican, great servant of the country. And if he tells me that this guy is no good, I'm going to believe him because I know, I know Mike Pompeo. But you fired so many people who have worked for you. Wouldn't you investigate a little bit considering your track record of maybe hiring not the most loyal people to you? How do you know Pompeo doesn't have some different agenda because he's being investigated um, by the man you fired, Linick? And, 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 and he said that uh, Pompeo said that Linick was undermining the department. That's very vague. Wouldn't you want to know some information and facts before you let someone go who has been a part of the administration before you and your current administration? Why would I want people that are part of the Obamagate? Remember Obamagate, the biggest scandal in American history, maybe world history. And we don't want the Obama people because they're nasty and they're, they're tearing our country apart. And we've got to We've got to get rid of them. We've got to get rid of them now. They're nasty. They don't love our country. They hate their president. And these are not people who are going to great, do great things for our, open up the open up our country, trademark, open up our country. <laughs> They're not going to help us open up our country. So, Mr. President, um, Linick was working for you for the last three years, and now you're mad that he was part of the Obama administration? Who's part of what? Linick was part of Obama's administration, and then he's part of your Terrible. administration. And three years in, now he's horrible. What about the last three, like two years ago? He was, he was fine. A year ago, he was fine. And now because it's just, it seems really Well, shady. the deep state, the deep state, they, sometimes they have like plans, okay? There's like that first, you get the Russia hoax. That's the first wave of attack. But when I beat back all the hoaxes, okay, the impeachment hoax, the Russia hoax, when I defeat all of them, they've got to have extra plans. So they keep these people in office and they're trying to get me. And, uh, you know, to quote the great Guns N' Roses, they're out to get me, but I'm fucking innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were such a huge GNR fan, Mr. President. Well, you know what? I'm not usually, but I liked that Axel between. Can we go off the podcast record? Yeah, one second. All right, we're off. I just like the fact that Axl Rose took a huge shit on Steve Mnuchin on Twitter. <laughs> so I just sort of was like listening to some of their, their music. They're pretty good. Let's go back on the record. We're back on. Mr. President, the last piece of news this week, your son, Eric Trump, he thinks that the Democratic states are not reopening because they don't want you campaigning there. What do you think? I mean, I think, I think that's the craziest statement ever considering there is a, a protocol to opening the states. You have to get to each stage. Now it's not because of you. It's because of the health of the people in that state and the, and, and where we are with the virus. 
Can you please, don't, don't you think your son is wrong for saying that? What did Don Jr. say? No. Eric. Eric Trump, he said that the Democratic states aren't well, opening. I can't be responsible for everything that anybody with the name Trump said. There's, you think I'm the only, there's got to be other Trump fans. This is your son. This is your son. You're, you, you have three sons. We have one son. It's up in the sky. <laughs> and it keeps us, it warms the fields of our great patriot farmers. Well, they grow, grow things. That's what they do. Not a lot of people know that, but the farmers, they grow our great food. So let's say Eric Trump is not your son and just has the same last name as you and works in your administration. Do you think he is um, off for saying that the Democratic states are not opening because uh, that you can't campaign there? And it's like a, a whole plan against you. Do you think he's right or wrong for saying that? Well, I said, I don't know if you heard this episode, but probably a month or two ago, I, I called it Run DMC. This was a great episode we did uh, with whoever the tech stuff person was that week. Mm -hmm. But it Good was, guy. well, I don't know about that. We didn't have him back. I can tell you that much. <laughs> but uh, couldn't have been that good a guy. But we had a great plan. Our economy was going great. And then the Mexicans sent their coronavirus to China, who obviously neither of those countries like me. Wait, the and Mexicans the sent the virus to China? Well, they named it. It was like, that's why it's called Corona, because it's after their beer. Oh. So China, the C, the Mexicans, the M, and the Dems, the D, that's how you got DMC. And they all combined to try and undermine my great presidency. And now the final phase is for the Democrats to shut down the country. That's what they're doing. The virus was started by Mexico in China. China spread it. And then the Dems are shutting down the country because they don't want us to succeed. I think the virus, I'm not even sure it exists, to be honest. So the invisible enemy may not even exist. Might be the non-existent enemy. Well, yeah, you the should real, the real trademark enemy, pending on that one. Don't tell me ever had a trademark. <laughs> Just, I wasn't telling you, I was suggesting. I am one of the great branding geniuses of all time. That's true. So I'll, take, I'll take my own advice when it comes to great branding. Okay. But I will tell you this. I think the real masterminds behind this, and I use masterminds like fake because they're not very smart. Pelosi and her big tits. Chuck Schumer. They are very large. I saw a picture the other day. I couldn't believe how big they were. I have been saying this for a long time that I, I begrudgingly respected her. You know, that's why we call her Granny Titties Pelosi. <laughs> and I think it's Obama. I think it's Crooked Hillary. I think it's Pelosi. And, uh, you know, I think they're, they're running a massive fraud on the american people and they're basically trying to start a coup well it's actually pronounced coop people often say coup but the p is not silent okay i don't think that's correct but so you think this is a whole plan from every democrat and china and mexico basically the three groups who have been most against me from the start they had to combine it reminds me of a great person in history remember hitler he, uh, 
why using great to describe great meaning like you know powerful like a very strong figure in history not like let me use the word powerful then instead of great i'll say awesome you know, awesome. No, 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 no. That, that's not. No, excuse you describe me. No, Hitler's no. awesome. When like a 12-year-old says awesome or a ninja turtle, uh, then they mean it in like that. I'm talking the way they mean it in like the Bible or in church when they say awesome power, just meaning great power, not meaning but good I, power. I'm a Jew. I don't like describing Hitler as great or awesome powerful. He was a powerful man, but let's not. Lit. Why don't we say lit? No, the I kids don't. just saying that. No, please. Just why don't you just why don't you just say Hitler and then just talk about him instead of describing him as okay as the goat great adjective the goat Hitler. <laughs> no, no, now he's the greatest of all time. At what he did, I think there's an argument. I mean, he has no one to really compete with. Well, basically, it's just him and Stalin, and you could argue Stalin has the numbers, but like, you know, Hitler did it in the clutch. I don't even want to have this conversation. Well, Stalin, excuse me, Stalin racked up like the regular season numbers. He killed his own people, not in wartime, like when he had a big advantage, but he didn't have the playoff stats, whereas Hitler did all his great work, great, I shouldn't say great, I don't want to offend, all his powerful work during World War II. So it was like clutch. When the whole world was watching and the most pressure was on him, that's when he did, he was like the Jordan of like world villains. Did you see this? No. this did you see the, the documentary on Jordan? I'm almost done with it, but I, comparing Hitler to Jordan, that doesn't make your stomach turn. Well, it's not, no, Hitler was not as good at basketball. I'm not saying that. Hitler was an evil, horrible man who spread hate and killed millions of people for no reason. And he did he bad like things as for. well. And he did bad <laughs> things also. I agree. I agree. This is not a perfect person. He's not somebody that I think we should admire. All I'm saying, and you kind of made me lose my train of thought, unfortunately, because I had a great point. Where did this start with, with the, the Democrats? Yes. Exactly. Well, when Hitler was at his power, the only way to defeat him was with Russia, with great American troops, with Europe, okay? They had to have this whole sort of combination, like a big three, okay? You know, like in basketball where they put All together right, a big three. Right, this is a real basketball analogy here, okay. And, well, the document, I've been watching the, you know, I watched, right. I finished Netflix, so I had to watch the Jordan documentary. Okay. So I think it's, it's kind of similar with me. It took all that to take out Hitler. With me, it's China, it's Mexico, it's the Democrats. So they're trying to form their own big three to take me out. And it's not going to work. Because I'm better than Hitler. And I think you would agree with that. Oh, my God. Please. Would you agree with that, Mr. Th since you've been saying so many bad things about Hitler that I agree with, would you say that I'm better than Hitler? Uh a better person than Hitler? What do you mean better at? We're talking about basketball? Better. Would you just, you don't think I'm better than Hitler? I think you're better than Hitler. Yes, I'd, I'd say you're, you're an upgrade from Hitler for sure. Well, then you know what? I think that might be the great time to stop the podcast. You're not going to get more of an endorsement than that. <laughs> well, Mr. President, thank you for joining us for another week. Um, you were great and just uh, 
Not as great as Hitler, but uh, I'm sorry. No, greater than Hitler, actually. Or can we not compare you to Hitler anymore and just leave Hitler out of this conversation? But Mr. President, I appreciate you joining us this week. You covered a lot of stuff, and I'm looking forward to doing the live podcast with you this Thursday for Patreon levels, Ivanka and Perfect 10. That's Thursday, the 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're not a Patreon patriot, join on and check it out. Ivanka level, Perfect 10. And you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play. We are now on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Leave ratings, leave reviews. You can follow us online on social media at, at TrumpPod, at JL Colvin, and at JNog. Guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate all the new listeners, all the, the raid, ratings, reviews coming in. You guys are awesome and so supportive. And uh, check out the live podcast on Thursday. Mr. President, the floor is yours. Don't forget we're on the gram at TrumpPod. We're on Twitter at TrumpPod. We're on yeah. Facebook, <laughs> making podcasts great again. And uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, this is JL, by the way. And uh, the only announcement I have for now, I guess, is, uh, you know, if you haven't yet, go check out my new Trump album, Fireside Craps the Deuce. Uh, you can buy it on iTunes or Amazon and you can uh, stream it on most streaming platforms, but not YouTube and not Spotify because we didn't like the way they paid. So yeah, go enjoy that. If you need even more Trump content, enjoy that. So thank you for listening. I think this week was a, a stellar episode. Well done, Jay. And thank you, uh, thank you. God help us all. <laughs>